Welcome to another episode of the Find Your Model Health podcast, the official podcast for those looking to optimize their long-term health and weight goals. I am your host, I am Shemaine Linney. I am a nutritional therapist, integrative health practitioner, certified iridologist, and fitness specialist. I'm very happy to have you back with me for the first episode of 2024. This is also officially episode 302, which is crazy to think that I have put out 302 episodes jam-packed with information already. Time sure flies. So I hope you're enjoying them, and I hope you'll enjoy this episode, and I hope this is the most appropriate topic to start off your new year. I think it is, and that's why I picked it. But before I go on, I have to remind you, the information in these podcast episodes is for informational purposes only and should not be taken as medical advice. Please consult your health practitioner before making any lifestyle changes. So I wanted to discuss the idea of balance in this first episode of 2024. This topic is so important on your health journey, but also on your life journey, your career journey, relationship, whatever it is, you should always be looking for balance. And I speak about this a lot. And this is my main focus when I work with my clients and my students is teaching them how to achieve balance, but also understanding Like this is the most basic part of optimizing your health and your life is achieving balance, especially when looking for not only results, but fulfillment and happiness. So I've broken this down into a few categories, of course, with an emphasis on health. Um, But this goes right across the board. This is your whole life. It's not just health. You want to always have balance and hopefully I cover most of the aspects or the most important aspects of the concept of finding balance. And I know there's going to be a lot more that can be added in, um, in regards to meditation and different kind of uh, practices and modalities that can help you find emotional and spiritual balance on other levels. Uh, But the ones that I'm going to go into They're what's most important to me, and I have found them to be most important to my clients. So let's start with health, because your body wants to be in homeostasis all the time. This goes for physical, mental, and emotional health. So homeostasis basically means to be at one, or in balance, or at peace. Your body is basically in harmony And your body always wants to be in harmony. This is part of being healthy. When the body is out of harmony, it's at a state of dis-ease. So it's imbalanced and it will experience some sort of illness or disease. Your body always wants to be 
in this state of balance to perform well, to think well, to sleep well, to move well, to feel well. Homeostasis is what your body wants. When the body is, again, not in a state of homeostasis, you're going to experience a lot of issues. Inflammation being a big one. Um, many of us know that inflammation can lead to a lot of different health outcomes that are maybe not so positive. Um, when your body's not in homeostasis, you may feel constantly stressed or anxious or like you're running on adrenaline. You'll have sleep issues. You'll have cravings. Your menstrual cycle will be off or it'll be horrific. So that's where your body is. Not, it's basically not happy. It's not in balance. It's not in a state of homeostasis, which is what we want. One of the things I mentioned there was sleep. We're going to start with that. And I know my clients are going to roll their eyes because if I had a dollar for every time I said sleep is number one, I probably wouldn't be doing this anymore. I'd probably be living on an island in the Bahamas. But... Sleep is number one. If you don't have your sleep, if you don't have good quality sleep, you're really going to struggle with everything else. So I have all these different cycles and phases of sleep. And I did a whole podcast episode on this a while back. Go check it out. But we have all these different phases of sleep and or cycles as some refer to them as. And they're all so important for different things. But the main takeaway with sleep, because I know it can get very overwhelming when I go into all the details and all the different aspects of things. The main takeaway with sleep is sleep is where we do all our healing and regeneration. A lot of our detoxification happens in sleep, especially in the brain. So if you've had a very stressful day and you've had a lot of shall we say, gunk and toxins and inflammatory proteins built up in your brain. It's during sleep that we get rid of them and we clean up the brain, especially that deep quality sleep. And don't even get me started about dreaming. Dreaming is so important. You want to dream a lot. Take my word for it. But sleep, it is number one. When your sleep is not good, you don't need me to tell you this. You're going to feel rubbish. You're going to have aches, pains, probably going to have dry eyes, going to have neuroinflammation. So maybe a mild headache, stiffness in your neck. Maybe you'll feel like your brain is dry. It'll be so inflamed. You'll have brain fog. You won't be able to think properly. You will have increased cravings and you'll have increased fake hunger, as we call it, uh, your willpower will be gone. You'll be irritable, cranky. It, it just all goes out the window when you don't have good sleep. And those are just the feelings you'll experience. That's not touching on the stuff that you may not immediately recognize until months or years down the line with cognitive degeneration like Alzheimer's or dementia, or maybe the onset of diabetes, or worse illnesses. So sleep is number one. So you really need to focus on sleep if you want to start balancing out the body and encouraging homeostasis there. 
So sleep where you can. And I'm happy to always give tips. And I have so many episodes on sleep um, where you can optimize sleep. Do optimize sleep because that is our starting point, regardless of what your goals are. If it's health, if it's building a business, you have to be on point. You have to be sharp. You have to be able to think. You have to be driven. You have to be motivated. You literally have to turn up every single day if you're building a business or you're an entrepreneur. If you're trying to make a relationship work or start a family, you need your sleep. You need to be able to think clearly. You need to be able to function optimally. So start with sleep. The next Of course, I'm going to move on to nutrition. What you put in your body very much influences whether or not your body is in a state of calm or peace or homeostasis. Some foods are going to make your body and some foods are going to break your body. Foods are going to influence your hormones in either a good way or a bad way. Some foods are going to improve your mental health or they're going to break your mental health You all know this. Nutrition is a key factor in establishing homeostasis or balance in your body. And then again, not just your body. This is your whole life. So I'll use Christmas as an analogy. Over Christmas, with the extra alcohol, maybe extra desserts, extra kind of treats, chips, junk food, eating out... A lot of us were off track with our regular eating style, shall we say. Uh, And let's just say that regular eating style is clean. And this is part of the holidays, though. This is what we do. This is an important part of life, an important part of balance. And I will get that. But we were out of balance with our nutrition. And because of that, Apart from the bloating, the inflammation, the sleep issues, the bowel issues, the dehydration, a lot of people reach out to me and they're panicking and they're having mental health crisis and they want to ask their doctor for this, that and the other. And I spend a lot of my time over the holidays telling people, just relax, it's going to be okay. The reason why you're struggling with your mental health right now or feeling so rubbish is because of the extra food and alcohol we've had it does impact us not just on the physiological level but also the mental health and even emotional health level your emotions can go haywire when you're off track with food especially if you bring in alcohol of course many of us know of a hangover But then we've got the alcohol depression that will happen a few days later and you start thinking, oh my God, I'm a complete failure. I'm the worst person in the world. I'm no good at what I do. Maybe I need a new career path. I'm so depressed. (laughs) And the next day you're fine. And not to laugh about it, but I laugh because I've experienced that. And that is the alcohol hangover. That doesn't just happen with alcohol. That can happen with junk food as well. So you can have these feelings of, oh, whoa, me, I'm such a failure. I'm no good at anything. Life is so bad to me. Just stuck in this really negative energy or plane. Uh, And it can just be the food. So food literally will make or break you on every level. And it will throw you out of balance or homeostasis. You know, look, many of you know 
when you eat well and you provide your body with good nutrition and it's anti-inflammatory and your blood sugars are good, you know you feel awesome. You feel like, I can take on the world. So much energy. I'm so fulfilled right now. I feel happy. Life is good. Whereas when you're off track, you kind of have these other issues. So there's that. And the truth is, I say this to my clients all the time, and some people don't like to hear this, but you know, uh, I'm all about telling the truth and I'd rather be honest with people than lead people down the wrong path. Um, I have too much integrity to not tell people the truth. And sometimes it's to my detriment, as my sister says. At least you'll always know what you get with Jermaine. I'll always be honest. And the truth is, when it comes to your health and your body and how you want your body to look and perform, you cannot eat whatever you like, whenever you like, and expect to have the health and body of your dreams. You just can't. It does not work like that. I'm well aware that my idea of balance is different to some people's idea of balance, but on a baseline, that's the truth. You can't eat whatever you want and then message health practitioners and say, oh, I don't know why I'm feeling so rubbish. I need help. Yeah. And it's like, well, you're eating crap all day, every day. That's why you're so rubbish. That's why you're having these health issues. You just can't do that. And you know, that's not me just saying that. That is biology. You Again, if you just eat whatever you want and you're constantly eating bad food or eating rubbish, you're going to feel like rubbish. And that's the truth. And that's on every level. The amount of people that reach out to me for support around hormones are worried about the hormones. When they, if they just address their nutrition, they would see huge improvements in their hormones. And yes, it is that simple. So next is exercise. And what I just said holds true for exercise. I love to exercise. It makes me feel so good. And I'm pretty sure it makes everybody, well, most people feel so good. Once they get into it, the the biggest struggle with exercise, as most people know, is like getting your shoes on or getting started. Exercise is the same. You can't just go for a walk once a week and expect to be healthy when it comes to exercise, yet the rest of your time you're watching Netflix or playing computer games. Exercise should dominate your life each day. And I don't mean the exercise that we're doing like workouts or in the gym all day, every day. I mean, you need to move regularly. The human body was designed to move. Our primal, because it's still a very primal body, was designed to get up and go and burn calories and pivot and crawl and climb and move lift things overhead and bend down low like that's what the body was designed for the body was not designed to sit in front of a tv or computer all day every day now i know certain circumstances people's job requires them to sit a lot of the day but there's ways around that there's tips and tricks that i've given out to my clients even just um 
moving your neck side to side, drawing your ear to your shoulder. That can help draw your chin to your chest. That still counts as movement. Tapping your toes or your feet. Like there's a lot you can do. So it's moving across the day. It's not just exercise. If you are mostly sedentary, that's going to be contributing to a lot of the aches and pains and stiffness that you have but also circulation issues, cellulite detoxification issues, skin issues. Yeah, you you do need to exercise. And exercise can be fun. It doesn't have to be, like I said, the gym or workout. You could dance, walk your dog, go swimming, go hiking, rollerblading, roller skating, ice skating, like the list goes on. Do a salsa class with your husband. Do some ballroom dancing. There, there's so many options when it comes to moving your body. Just get into your house and deep clean it. I actually really enjoy cleaning. Although I complain about it, I enjoy it because it just, it not only does it give me that sense of achievement once it's done and I love clean, tidy stuff, but I burn a lot of calories when I clean because I like really get into it and I put on a podcast or put on some music. Um, so I, that that's an idea. It doesn't have to be as people think. It doesn't have to be a workout that maybe you dread or hate. Um, but exercise, the key takeaway with exercise is exercise is the one thing that you can do that will improve all health metrics or all health biomarkers regardless of weight loss so if you don't lose any weight loss or don't lose any weight excuse me exercise will still improve most of your health markers like that's an insane statement but that's what we see through the research the next is fun and laughter and back to what I said about Christmas being so important like it's important to have vacations enjoy the holidays go out on dates go to the movies have fun laugh a lot we don't watch horror movies in our house or thrillers at all we try to stick to comedies or light-hearted movies we try to keep the energy in the house and in ourselves very upbeat there's lots of singing we're a family of jokers and that goes back to my whole family like the whole Linny family always laughing joking like that's just part of my personality and my kids have it too and it's so great we're always like making jokes or making things humorous we're always trying to have fun and go on adventures and try new things and experience things together and we try to prioritize like family walks family dinners family movies and when that happens I try not to stress too much about the nutrition of course I plan around my goals and the lifestyle I have and um but I try to enjoy it and I understand you know what like whatever damage is done can be undone now usually not a lot but it is important to have these times in our life it's part of balance and if you look at the year in a whole we still spend the majority of our time working and cleaning and taking care of a family. So it's probably, I mean, I, I would probably be lucky to say, looking at my own situation, this is going to be very different for other people. 70% 
of my time is spent, shall we say, hustling, chasing my dreams, chasing my goals. And then 30% is family time and having fun and going on adventures and experiences. And well, I try to laugh every day. So that's not included in the 30%. That's part of my lifestyle. But um, I say for a lot of other people, they would be lucky to have 10% of their year having fun and enjoying life and really being present and feeling happy. And that makes me sad. I think people should aim to have more of their time. And I don't, I don't think it's a case that people can't. I think it's more of a case that people don't prioritize it. We can always make things work, even if it's just an hour of family games or a family walk or a family game of football in the back garden will always lead to laughter, something like that. I just don't think it's as much of a priority to people as it should be. And I really mean that, especially when I consider some of my friends and some people I know, they work, work, work. But I know if they really prioritized it, they could take a weekend up to Banff or go for a drive to the hot springs in Radium or go try a new restaurant or coffee shop in Calgary or like if they really wanted to, but they don't. And that's where it comes back to priorities. And I know not everyone has the luxury, but again, it could just be as simple as a family game of football or go try a new coffee shop. It doesn't always have to be elaborate vacations or stuff like that. Um, so prioritize fun and laughter. It's a big part of finding balance in your life, but also in your health. There's a lot of research that shows us, and I know this, most people know this quote, like laughter is the best medicine. Uh, every time I think of that, I think of that movie with Robin Williams in it where he's a doctor and he makes the kids laugh. I can't remember what the name is. If you remember, post it in the description or the comments. But um, laughter, there's so much research showing that laughter really helps the body heal and regenerate and supports the immune system, supports the adrenals. A lot of people have adrenal issues. And if it supports the adrenals, guess what? It will support your thyroid and metabolism. So time to start prioritizing fun and laughter. Make it a part of your life. Make it a part of your balanced life this year. And that leads me to the next topic or category, which is downtime. Sometimes you just need downtime. Sometimes you just need to rest. You don't need to go on these adventures. You don't need to hustle. You don't need to work out. Sometimes you just need to rest your body, let it recover, let it heal, let it push, push down inflammation this is where we sleep this is where we rest this is where we recover and we regenerate you've got to plan in this downtime I was only saying to my husband earlier his body seems to be pretty stressed and I said you know what you're going to have to plan five to seven days now coming up soon where you take a break from working out and you just just rest, just let your body rest. Because he works hard, but he also exercises a lot. I may be the driving factor behind that, but I do encourage him to rest. Um, and sometimes we do need that. You, I know I said don't spend all your time watching Netflix, but sometimes you do need to put on a movie that you enjoy. Of course, that's going to be Alice in Wonderland for me. I really like the live-action Cinderella movie as well, just saying. But sometimes it is that, with a cup of tea, hot bath, some candles, 
Like we don't prioritize enough downtime, especially us moms. Now, this is not to say men, you do nothing. Men work very, very hard to provide for their families and take care of their kids, support their wives. But women, we just juggle everything. And now we're expected to have careers and businesses and always expected to be doing something as well as taking care of the kids and the house and cooking and cleaning and all. And then we find at the end of the day, oh my God, I did nothing for myself today. I didn't get any downtime at all. Like some people are lucky or some women are lucky if they get a chance to have a coffee in peace in the morning. So start prioritizing that downtime. Even if it's only once a week, even if it's your Sunday that you reclaim your Sunday. Okay, Sunday evenings are just for me. Once I have everything done and ready for the new week, I'm going to make myself a cup of tea. I'm going to read a book or a magazine. I'm going to go for a walk and listen to a podcast. Then I'm going to come home. I'm going to run myself a nice hot Epsom salt bath with some essential oils, light some candles, maybe play some classical music, get to bed early. Like that. Make it happen. Make it happen, ladies, because you will thank me when you do. It makes such a difference. And that leads us into the next category of love part of love is as cliche as this sounds loving yourself and that includes self-care self-care includes that downtime take care of yourself it's okay don't feel guilty if you go to get your hair done or get your nails done or if you just want an hour to yourself locked in the bathroom take care of yourself and part of self-care and self-love is nutrition it is feeding your body the nutrients it needs to heal and be optimal it is movement it is exercise it is sleep it is fun and laughter it's everything i've just listed this is all self-care this is self-love this is loving your body this is helping your body be in balance but there's also love for others maybe you have a partner husband boyfriend fiance Maybe you have kids, maybe you have family members that you're very close to, I have my sister, I have my kids, my husband, but what if you don't? Well, maybe you have a dog or a cat or a rabbit or a horse. I have one client and she is madly in love with her horse and it makes me so happy to see her so happy with that horse. Find love, find love somewhere. Maybe you, maybe you emigrated to a different country and you have nobody. Maybe you could volunteer at an old folks home or something and find love there or even love for your plants like just make sure you're experiencing love on some level love is so important for health and maintaining balance there and throughout your life um the next thing is do hard things don't always pick the easy path we can't always be easy on ourselves. We do need to challenge ourselves. We do need to push ourselves to do hard things. We need to exert some sort of restraint and discipline. It helps to build character. It helps to build self-confidence. More importantly, it helps to build self-trust. A lot of people have never thought about this concept before. But a lot of people don't trust themselves. They don't trust that they're making the correct decision for their life, for their career, for their health. They don't trust that they're able 
to stay on track or they don't trust that they can get to their goals. They just don't trust themselves. But pushing yourself to do hard things, do the uncomfortable things, do stuff you don't want to do. And that is going to build so much character, so much confidence, so much trust in yourself. That's going to build that self-belief that we hear about so much. People not believing in themselves. That's what that's going to do. Also, when we look at motivation, obviously at the start of the year, this topic comes up a lot. Look, you don't just come across motivation. It just doesn't fall out of the sky and land in your lap. You have to build motivation and that requires you to do the hard things, turn up every day, get those results. And when you keep that momentum going and you are consistent, guess what comes with that? Motivation and excitement. And that will keep that kind of results ball snowballing. Um, so do hard things. Don't always pick the easy path. You, look, you don't want to be a soft person. You don't. You want to be resilient. This is a hard world on every level. And even when we look at pathogens and viruses floating around now, you want to be resilient. You want to be strong. You want your immune system to be strong enough to fight that off. So do hard things regularly. Even if it's just stop eating four hours before bed, go for that walk in the cold, fast when you don't want to, eat, eat the green vegetables even though you'd rather eat fries, like do hard things and then as time moves on you'll notice you'll be able to do harder and harder things and you'll become stronger and you become more resilient and you start to have that self-trust and your willpower, it just gets easier. You almost don't need willpower anymore. And lastly, to wrap this up, and I really hope you've enjoyed this conversation so far, because I have. Lastly, always be learning. Commit to being a lifelong learner. It's so important. And it can be anything. It doesn't have to be health. Obviously, I teach about health, and health is important for everybody, Learn how to plant a garden. Learn how to make sourdough bread. Learn how to paint. Learn how to read. A lot of people don't know how to read. They can't silence their brain long enough to read a book for a couple of minutes. Um, learn how to talk. Maybe you could become a motivational speaker. Maybe you could share your story of struggles. Just constantly be learning right up until the day you die. Not only does it keep your brain healthy, but it gives so much enlightenment and can lift your vibration so high and really encourage that balance throughout your whole life. And these, these categories, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, there's other areas that can help you with finding balance or finding your zen, finding homeostasis and peace in your body, meditation being one, yoga another, gardening, I love gardening, baking is a big one for me, I find a lot of peace baking, but I've listed the ones that I've are most important to me and what um, I feel are relevant to my clients, of course if you've any more ideas please list them in the comments or the description, 
But I hope you found this helpful. I enjoyed this episode. I enjoy most of my episodes. But I feel like the universe, the angels guided me to cover this topic today for you to help you put things in perspective and start this new year on the right foot. So, as always, take care, friends. If you liked this episode, please like, share, subscribe if you haven't done already. Feel free to leave me a review on whatever platform you listen to this on. It really, really helps a lot. Just those few seconds or minutes that it takes to leave a review on any podcast. It helps any podcast a lot. And also, if you would like to buy me a coffee or donate to the podcast, you can buy me a coffee. The link will be in the podcast description. Okay, I'm going to let you go. I appreciate you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this. Chat to you guys soon and Happy New Year.